dressed as a barbarian war criminal, an undead cultist, a pyromaniac goblin, a hot topic reject, and a bard whose family is very, very cursed, all have in common. Well, that's very simple. They're all our main cast. We are Goblets and Gays, a mostly Pathfinder 2e podcast set in a homebrew world. If Pathfinder isn't your thing, we have all sorts of other awesome games for you to enjoy. Join us every Wednesday for episodes of our main campaign, Blood of Kings, as these chaotic gays attempt to locate some missing royalty. Don't forget to follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays to stay up to date with our amazing projects. And remember to eat your vegetables. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of The Guild, our playtest of Fellowship 2nd Edition by Jacob Randolph. I am your overlord, Dennis Veray, and with me I have some players and adventurers. Uh, hi, I'm Logan, and I'm playing Mork Dork. Hi, I'm Kashan, and I'm playing Lil Willy. I'm Adam, and I'm playing Baldrick Trotter. I'm Jesse, and I'm playing Dinothraka. When we had last left the best, our adventuring party, which has <laughs> officially made it into the guild, we had come upon the town of Boatsrow, uh, halfling mecca, and hometown of Sir Lil Willie, or Wilbo as we know him. The party attempted to get a ship to take over to the Idenian King's Lands for their first guild-approved mission, but found all of the portsmen away on adventures for themselves. They were able to cut a deal with Samira Wavecutter if they helped bridge, fix the bridge between her and her brother, Vane. Vane was into some particularly fucked up shit, which led the party into a back alley brawl, ending in Vane's death. Luckily, the, the best were able to get what they needed, and able to earn right onto Samira's Wavecutter's ship, the Knife's Edge. You guys have been on the knife's edge for the past couple of weeks, and this week's Tale of the Bard uh, is such a good tale that it should have probably been the actual episode, but this will only be told to you if you go on this side quest. If I believe I am correct, Dinah is the only one who has not leveled up as of yet. Yes, correct. This revolves around Dinah herself. As you guys are going over the troubling sea, it's not that troubling. Until one day a storm begins picking up out of nowhere, these black rain clouds uh, eking out thunder and lightning generally around your ship and seemingly nowhere else outside of, you know, a quarter mile radius. Until you guys realize you're being trailed by a thunder abolith, this giant sky worm that produces thunder and lightning from its own pores. Now, you've been given only one rule. On Samira's ship, there is a lever in one of the bottom hatches that she says, under no circumstance should you ever pull. Now, this Thunder Avalith is beginning to make the waves very choppy as lightning begins striking the ship itself. Dinah, you're watching as people are struggling to stay afoot as the ship becomes rockier and rockier. Now, what would you like to do to help the ship and take care of this Thunder Avalith? Can I look around and like take in what's around me yeah of course as you're kind of down in your uh bunk where you've been given passage from samira Wavecutter, you find almost a perfect eye line as you're watching the ship kind of 
shift from left to right or whichever direction you may be facing. You watch as random items move along the floor and people have trouble staying upright, but you get a clear view into that room where that goddamn lever is. The lever you're not supposed to touch. Alright, great. Um, and you said I'm below deck, like in a bunker? Yeah. Uh, can I go and find Samira? Find the captain? Yeah, of course. You head upwards as waves are beginning to lap over the ship itself. As the water is getting choppier and choppier, you head towards the top position where the wheel is, where you see Samira uh, handily spinning the wheel around. Uh, I'm not sure how much Dinah knows about boats, but it looks like Samira's doing a lot. <laughs> and do I notice any of the rest of the team, the best group, or are they nowhere yeah, to be seen? Yeah, the best have been around. Uh, you saw Mork was just having some trouble climbing the stairs. Uh, doesn't have great sea legs. Um, little Willie was just uh, working on a magic act below <laughs> under deck, uh, seemingly unfazed by what was going on. As <laughs> you can, you look up to the crow's nest, and there you see Baldrick, um, just keeping a lookout. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, and I assume I can see the worm thing. <laughs> yeah, through the the black inky clouds above you, you get random glimpses of its porcelain white and golden skin. Ooh, pretty. Eking out through the clouds. <laughs> um, and finally, is everyone? So everyone else is in panic, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, great. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a chat with the captain and kind of like see what like her take is on everything. <sighs> oh, there you are. I'm gonna need you to do a big favor for me, little one. Alright. I know that the only rule on this ship is to not touch the big lever. Oh my god. <laughs> under there. But I'm, I'm gonna need you to be very careful, and I'm gonna need you to pull that lever. What's gonna happen when I pull the lever? You'll just have to wait and see. Alright, I'm gonna trust you on this, and I'm gonna go pull the lever. <laughs> you head back down. And into the forbidden room where you see a giant uh, mechanical lever. You use all of your strength and your big meaty arms to push it from the left to the right position. As you do, you feel the choppiness of the waves where you would see kind of level to you where you are in the ship. You can kind of feel the, the movement of the waves. They get lighter and lighter. And Dinah, as you head up back topside of the ship, you notice that you're no longer being engulfed by waves. You seem to be rising above them. As you can feel a big mechanical change towards the back of the ship. As the ship starts taking off into the air itself. Why are we not supposed to pull that lever? That seems pretty cool. <laughs> well, it's just like, if I'm regularly just like piloting the ship, it kind of fucks me up when we get midair randomly. So I just tell people not to touch it, because it also ruins the surprise of how fucking cool this is. <laughs> Samira shouts from her captain's wheel. <laughs> as you do, you take off into the air, and Dinah, as you watch the front of the ship, uh, something pops out of the front, and it's this giant uh, sit-down crossbow. Uh, all uh, the ones that handle the dragons in Game of Thrones. <laughs> And as you're one of the few people topside, you take aim yourself and are able to land multiple shots into the avalanche itself. Uh, 
uh, taking it down as you watch its clouded body fall into the troubled sea below. Yahoo! Everyone cheer. <laughs> Yahoo! <laughs> Everyone. All of the other pirates kind of like, at first they're like, uh, it's not like the best catchphrase, but they're like, ah, Yahoo, Yahoo, yeah, Yahoo. As you gain an experience and you level up, Dinah, from this Tales of the Bard. So a couple days after this momentous exchange, you guys enter the dining quarters around dinner time to see Samira and her crew just drinking a couple of pipes. It seems like they're telling a few stories. Samira's relaying the tale of the bard that just happened to the crew as if they weren't just there to see it happen. <laughs> but Samira tells it better, most of the crewmen will tell you. As Samira watches you enter, she waves you with her flag in hand to come over and enjoy some drinks with the, the rest of the crew. Ah, well, if it isn't the best, come, come, please. We're all just telling stories to pass away a little bit of the time. Story time, eh? Sounds like fun. I was just uh, telling the crew about, you know, Dinah taking down yeah, that yeah, thunder yeah. aboleth. And you guys all nod, because you were also just there for a day. I was having trouble with the stairs, I was. I got to see one up killed the thing. I've also told a couple of stories about Vane, my brother. He was a grand adventurer like you lot. He was in a guild-approved party as well. Man was goddamn good with a sword. We always said that, uh... One day, you know, we'd end up taking all of the seas together in our own party, but, uh, just didn't turn out that way. As you can see, a couple of Samir's crewmen hang their heads, a little saddened by the passing of Vane. You get the feeling that he was a good guy. Um, so <laughs> there's a little, a little lifted off of somebody's shoulders. <laughs> My big, big shoulders. <laughs> as a, a, a tiny little gnome-like man uh, stands up on one of the benches and goes, Ah, well, how did you guys become adventurers? I mean, it's kind of hard to do. Does anyone have, like, a unique or fun story they'd like to tell about themselves? <laughs> I feel just like, we've been on this ship for, like, roughly a month, and I, I know your guys' names, like, kind of. I just felt like it would be a yeah. good time to get to know each other. Uh, 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 I thought it was... My name is Timo. I could have sworn it was Todd. I'm a helmsman. Uh, well, I didn't have much choice other than to go adventuring. Really. Oh, it just kind of had to happen. That far out from the free marshes. We kind of wiggly line transition uh, back to Mork's Pass <laughs> as we head to the Free Marches, uh, one of the, the four island continents of the RA. The Free Marches are large and expansive, mostly forested areas of free people. They broke away from crown and country and wanted to start a life where they can fill their time with whatever sect they found happiness in. It doesn't matter what clan you're in, it's just the people you find friendly around there. Once again, another race question, um, Logan. Are all of the orcs from the Free Marches? Yeah, I, I would I would say so. The sort of, like, kind of deep 
green vegetation of it is uh, pretty important for orc cultivation and lifestyle and stuff like that. I'd say so, yeah. Yeah, so I think this was a place for orcs to find solitude amongst themselves. Yeah. Uh, to not really be pigeonholed into anything. And <laughs> we see a a younger Mork working on his tools until Mork, your your father, ends up coming up to you. Uh, Pop to Orc. <laughs> now, yes, Pop to Orc. To Orc, I have been very proud of your craftsmanships with all of your weapons. Thank you, Thank you Pop. We're going to need them if we're going to deal with those woolly greens and stuff out there in the marshes. We must keep our lands free and keep away all other outsiders that may harm our freedoms. That sounds vaguely threatening, Pops, but all right. <laughs> Just, you don't know what can happen, all right? I don't know what else is out there, but it could be scary. I can only assume that... Elf, dwarf, and man alike have created systems that have oppressed many outside. Unlike the free marches where everyone is literally free, we have no titles, no kings. Of course, of course, Pops. Uh, once, once the, once the bourgeoisie control, uh, managed the means of production against, uh, the proletariat, then, then they start lording it over it like a bunch of knobs. Exactly, uh, a bunch of fucking knobs. I see you've been reading your scripture, uh, course, and I'm very proud of you. Of course, of course, of course. But I may have a special job that I need you to do, my child. What is it, Pop Dork? The change does not easily come from outside the system. I need you to work undercover, if you will, to make a change. What system is it that needs changing, Pops? Dork. Well, it's the go the goddamn adventuring system. I I have tale from your grandfather, Grandpop the Orc. All right, I remember when adventurers were free, not bound, termed by the guild itself. They were allowed to fight evils wherever they saw fit. They didn't need regulations. Uh, folks, folks like them, well. I should be doing their own things. Aren't those regulations in place, though, to control perhaps the excesses of a of a paramilitary organization, as such as such as the adventurers are, though? Exactly. And what if the guild turn wary? After a certain time, what's to stop them from turning the adventurers to infringe upon our own freedoms? Oh. That ain't good. That ain't good at all. So, the quest I give you, my son, is join this guild. Seek out brave and strong and very tall warriors oh, to make up your course. party. The, to the tallest of the bunch I'll find. <laughs> and then once you do, please, my child, come back. Give us all the information you know about the guild so we can make sure that they... Wish no harm upon the free marches. Of course, Arthur. 
We will seize the knowledge of our would-be oppressors so they may never crush us under their, their yoke. And then Pop the Orc daps you up as this orc customary. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Might do a little explosion afterwards. <laughs> as we squiggly line transition back to the hull of the ship. And so that's what I've been doing! <laughs> oh shit, I might not have, uh, been supposed to have said that. We're good, right? We're good, Samira, right? <laughs> I mean, I have no real allegiance to the guild. We're all pirates here, as she points around oh, uh, to the rough-and-tumble right, right. individuals in her service. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotcha, don't really, gotcha. like... <laughs> We don't really, like, go with the guild that much. Uh, that's why Samira's, like, always out of guild points, because she never does guild-approved jobs. Uh, alrighty then. Well, yep. Well, that's how things start got started for me. Wait, are you telling me that this has all been a lie? Oh, no, it hasn't. Oh, oh, no, it hasn't all been a lie. We've shared countless meals together. We've been ten... Separate trials to get into the guild. You broke my thing. <laughs> I just. There's I, no need to. I'm there, kind of there's adrift. There's no need to. <laughs> right now. There's no need to be bringing that up again. I already apologized, didn't I? <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to make things right. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, since everybody's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> As we look around and everyone is kind of looking at Wilbo. <laughs> You're probably wondering, how did a man of such talent and such grace get to be among the body of the best? Well... <laughs> Wiggly line transition. <laughs> I, much like Samira here, came from the docks of Boat's Row... The center of all the halflings, as we know, where a small folk like us can walk the docks every day, and one's testicles and labia can be bruised by all of the greetings from their friends as you walk home. And when I- <laughs> We see flashes of, hey, how's it going, Tap? Hey, how you doing, Tap? Whoa, what's up? How's the wife, Tap? And us halflings, we're tricksy folks. And even since I was but a small lad, a quarterling, as we call them in halfling customs. I knew that my magic was my passion. I used to tour all of the children's homes of Boat Row, uh, putting on pageantries. We cut to this orphanage uh, because there's a real big orphan problem in Boat's Row. There's there's one bit that every halfling father loves to do, and it's his vanishing act. Oh, um, oh no! So, <laughs> we see... <laughs> we see Wilbo in front of this near auditorium of small quarterling children. Sixteen-week children. They're even younger than him. <laughs> As he's doing, pray tell, what is Wilbo's, what's all in Wilbo's show? What's in his act? Uh, so, I got, I got the uh, disappearing hands trick. Where, Whoa. <laughs> where oh, shit. I, make, I make my hands disappear into a hat. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I also can get two rings that look like they're locked together. No apart way, from each other. Man. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, two rings he did apart. it. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. And then, and then I invite a child up from up from the audience and I put yeah. them in a box and then no oh. one sees them again. Oh fuck, that's scary. <laughs> Danny was kind of a dick though, so that's all right. <laughs> the child I choose is voted on by the audience. <laughs> Alright, Sean, I'd like you to roll plus wisdom for me. Oh, great. Um, we're gonna see how much uh, these kids actually like this act. Ooh, that is a ten. Alright, oh, the kids are eating it up. They fucking hated Danny. So now that he's gone and out of the picture forever, <laughs> everyone's eating it up and clapping. Um, one of the small children comes up to you uh, after the show, and he looks up to you with his, his big golden eyes and he goes mister i want to be exactly like you when i grow up uh sure kid <laughs> would you mind teaching me your ways oh yeah and what's your name <laughs> my name yeah your name <laughs> my name is jim <gasps> yeah jim <laughs> It's a strong name. I'll teach it, Jim, the ways of magic. <laughs> we go through this long and perilous montage of Wilbo teaching Jim the darkest and strongest magics as they fight eldritch horrors and magical nightmares together, <laughs> brimming their friendship um, all until, you know, uh, Jim's grade school graduation and then he never sees uh, Wilbo ever again. <laughs> or do they? <laughs> and it was with the knowledge I learned teaching Jim the ways of magic that drove me to become something bigger than a quarterling auditorium act. We're taking this thing international, baby. <laughs> As a few of the, the pirates in present time clink their mugs, they're like, yeah, that was a decent story. I guess it had bits to it. <laughs> Samira begins going like, uh, but doesn't uh, the uh, the plain-looking one call you sir, little Willie? I felt like there'd be more. There are more talks of your your knighthood. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I after that happened, I uh met the queen. <laughs> Baldrick is staring intently and nodding along as if this is making complete sense to him. Them. We go back to the flashback of you meeting the queen, but instead this time it looks like someone drew on a scroll with crayon. This is not the real history of what happened. There's a poorly drawn queen. Wilbo just terribly animatedly walks over and the queen goes, Oh, Wilbo, I, the knight, and she puts her scepter on Wilbo's shoulder, and then Wilbo's suddenly in a knight of armor. Thank you, queen! <laughs> and then we jump back to the present. That makes, um, yeah. sense, I guess. 
Yeah, I guess that makes yeah. sense. Uh, what place was she the queen of? <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> well, which queen knighted you? Ah, yes. The, the queen of the West. Oh. <laughs> She is the queen of the West. The whole <laughs> West. Wow. Mm-hmm. And she is a queen. <laughs> Does somebody else want to talk? <laughs> no, I want you to roll plus uh, wisdom oh, for me. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's see how far you can take this line. It's eight. It's eight. An eight? Um, you know of one queen in the Idenian Kinglands. Uh, her name is Celestia. So you can name drop Celestia. Ah, yes. Uh... Sorry, I call her Queen of the West. It's kind of a fun nickname. Uh, Her name is Celestia to you folk. And that is a big name drop. uh, If you know any history of the Idenian Queenlands, uh, Celestia, the queen who fell from the stars, quote unquote, is what they call Uh, it. Look up the lore lore blog, uh, True Believers, if you want to learn more about that. (laughs) 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 well we'll bo even though you are just a just a a a sword in the hands of 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 oppressing the lower classes in the name of nobility you're still a good guy (laughs) thank you mark that's the nicest thing you ever said to me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, samira takes a really big gulp out of her flagon uh, she looks at the two other small adventurers in the best party. Do uh, either of you have interesting backstories? I know you're just squires. <laughs> but I feel like you had to have something before you guys started adventuring. I'm going to take slight offense to her, just squires. Use was hangings around uh, uh, Wilbo, where I met all of you, so... Must have known each other beforehand, or done your own thing before that, or something. Well, my allegiance to Sir Little Willie truly begins back in my childhood, which, to be honest, I don't remember much about my childhood. My parents told me I suffered some sort of trauma to my hippocampus when coming to this planet through birth, obviously. Uh, and my my parents and I never truly got along. Uh, they were very adventurous. You might have heard of them. They're ultimate frisbee champions in Everwinter, uh, constantly going out and playing elite sports. Uh, you know, so I couldn't really relate that much, but then um, they provided me with uh, tales of, of my favorite professor and adventurer, Illinois James, uh, who really inspired me. And from there, I decided I wanted to be a professor and, and, and I attended Cornell Wizardry School, where I dropped out um, again because uh, I was called too thorough, which I found offensive um, and and not well thought out as a criticism. Uh, so I, I decided to start training to be the ultimate companion uh, and and to expand my horizons. I I went to Boats Row uh, to be more worldly, where I saw the most amazing show ever, and it's the one thing I truly feel passionate about. And it was pure bliss watching Sir Little Willie give his performance and and getting to meet him and know that he was that he was knighted by Queen Celestia and <clears throat> yeah anyway so um that's where we are
and saw the pirates are kind of dumbfounded for a second. Uh, one of the elven pirates speaks up. Wait, are you trying to tell me that your parents are Sejuani and Swain Trotter? The, like, realm's most famous ultimate frisbee players? <laughs> yes. Wow. Wow. My god, you're a legend! Technically, they're the legends. Um, I'm a byproduct of the legends. But they must have passed down some amazing traits to you. I yes, mean, my the dexterity love. and skill that's needed for Ultimate Frisbee. I can recite all of the rules of Ultimate Frisbee if that is something you're <laughs> interested in. Oh no, I am a huge fan and would already beat you there if I also had to recite them. So don't don't you worry about that. I am just in awe. I would really like this moment to go <laughs> rule number one and just start, start to go through. <laughs> Baldrick and the self begin quietly reciting all the rules to ultimate frisbee in a corner as uh, <laughs> Samir is going to look at the rest of you. I'm just, I'm really glad that Roderick has found someone like him. So thank you for bringing Baldrick around. <laughs> Uh, so Roderick could actually have a friend. It's very nice. We try to include him on much of the ship's activities, but, um, God, he's fucking weird. God, God we advise from him. Baldrick needs to be socialized anyway. <laughs> well, I guess that, uh, just leaves you, little one. Our little thunder aboleth killer. I'm gonna choke on my flag in a little bit and be like, what? And, like, look up. <laughs> <laughs> be like me yeah um yeah tell us more about you i mean you saved our lives from that thunder abolith you're an amazing warrior yahoo yeah. am i right <laughs> yahoo <laughs> as the rest of the pirates are just like uh yeah yahoo 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 well there's not much to say which is why i had to join the guild when I left my original home, I had to abandon it. Had a lot of fun, crazy, hardcore times there. But unfortunately, it came to an end and I found myself in the Indian Kinglands. <laughs> in a very, 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 very small village. Don't even know if you could call it a village. There were two houses. <laughs> anyway <laughs> so it's just kind of like a neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> that functions completely on its own so no need to go to any villages or other towns or anything and I found myself with this home and they took me in graciously and, <laughs> and uh, they took me in and unfortunately they had really big legs, I had really big arms, and it oh. just never worked never out. Does, don't, don't it. <laughs> we... Squiggly line flashback. Um, <laughs> to the Thraka household. As Dinah is outside working on her skills. Um, we see her with her favored crossbow as she's working on some shots. As a couple of her older brothers come up to her. With their just absolutely cultivated Greek god legs. Uh, they're just wearing the, the short, the five inch inseam shorts uh, to show off. For some reason, their legs are a different tan than the rest of them as well. 
it seems like they just put half of their body in the tanning booth and it's just the legs as they all come up to uh, Dinah and they're like, oh, hey, Dinah, we were just going to go for like a quick two mile run if you were down. You know I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just thought you'd maybe want to work out those little twigs as he's like doing a deep thrusted squat. You know that's disturbing. Stop doing that. That's another one of the brothers is doing like a very deep lunge. It's like, what's going on? What's the problem here, Die? <sighs> You're insufferable. No, it's you who is the one who is unsufferable. Another one of your brothers is pointing at you with his foot. Oh, no. He has his leg fully extended at you and is <laughs> as if it's on point in the air pointing at you. And I respond by pointing my bow and arrow at him. All right, all right, calm down, calm down. Just if there's a, any time you don't want to be the freak around here, just let us know as they all begin prancing off for their quick two-mile run. And I shoot a warning one that, of course, misses them, but... <laughs> <laughs> it actually gets caught in, like, the back of one's knee, and as he's running, he lifts his leg up and crunches the arrow and smushes it down and continues running as if nothing happened. As, uh, your... <laughs> as your mother comes out, Dinah, with her above average sized legs as well she squats down to you and she goes I'm so sorry Dinah I know how rude these boys can be to you why can't they just let me have my big arms and just let it be it's it's hard they haven't seen a lot your brothers haven't experienced a lot in this very tiny village that is literally only two <laughs> other homes our home and then another one they don't get to experience a lot. But I've experienced a lot. Why can't they respect that? That's... It's a lesson you have to show them a different kind of way. Bigger arrows? With a bigger heart as she comes oh. down and she taps your chest. <laughs> I guess I can try that. But I won't be here long anyway. She smiles warmly and uh, gives you a little basket of like freshly made scones. My favorite. I know you're going to be wonderful one day, Dinah. And I can't wait to hear all the stories about you. I know I can do it. I'm going to be an adventurer, Mom. She smiles, and then we squiggly line. Flashback. Or flash forward to present time. <laughs> A couple of pirates are wiping away some tears. <laughs> God, it's, it's really nice to see good mother-daughter relationship portrayed in a flashback. You don't get a lot of it. Ain't it just... Ain't it just... As Mork is eating the greens th from his cart that he has stowed away on this boat. <laughs> Which have kept very well despite it being... Uh, yeah. It's because it's greens, you know. Greens last it. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Yeah. Greens just get greener. All the sea air's good <laughs> for them. Parsley, peppers, cabbages, and celery. As uh, Samira is already on to her next drink. Ah, wonderful stories, the lot of you. But uh, how did this ragtag bunch end up coming together? As we communally squiggly line flashback to a holiday centered around Boat's Row, uh, there's a bit of a, an Aryan world fair that happens, where all the greatest come, show off their wares and their talents, 
and it culminates in a really big fun water show in that little lake that Boats Row surrounds. Now, we find ourselves not at the main stage by that lake. Uh, We find one of the side stages, like if it were Coachella, where we see a pittance of a crowd surrounded by Wilbo the Great. (laughs) As he's (laughs) doing his magic show, the rest of you, (laughs) who unfortunately didn't pre-order in time to make it to the big water show either, uh, have found yourselves at (laughs) Wilbo's show itself. As it's going on, you guys sit uh, hilariously close to each other as there's not a lot of seats left open. Uh, as <laughs> Baldrick, Dinah, and Mork <laughs> all show up and sit down for the magic show. For some reason, Wilbo, you decided to go with the theme for this year. You thought that would really uh, punch it up a little. So obviously you've gone with a, a magic theme around knighthood. Um, so as you're doing your, your magic show, you're in a little night suit, um, that's well tailored to your body. And Baldrick, as you're looking up, you can't help but just find yourself in awe of this wonderful night. (laughs) And, uh, as this is all going on, you hear a little bit of commotion from the small crowd, a couple of gasps, and just, oh, what, no, what? As you turn around, you see, uh, uh, an older elven man who's looking around his suspenders and pockets as he goes, I don't... My grandfather's watch, it seems to have been stolen from me. As another woman pops up from the other side of the audience and goes, My brooch was stolen straight off of me. How did the f- how the fuck does that happen? It's in plain view of me. I don't know. Um, another man... <laughs> speaks up from the back my bag of gold is gone it was in my back pocket and now it's gone as um i would like all of you to roll plus sense for well i got a uh uh i got a five (laughs) i got an 11 i got a nine i got a 10 all right as your God, Mark, you're just really invested in the show. (laughs) How great this magic is. You can't even tell as grubby little hands begin working out of your weapon's (gasps) sheath as your battle axe is stolen away from you. Uh, Luckily, Baldrick and Dinah in close proximity are able to look around Mork and watch this happen as you see a small little rat-like man with a little red hood uh, covering him, just holding this large battle axe. And it's such a sight that even as you're doing your magic, you can also see this, Wilbo. Where the hell did me Pop's axe go? Where is it? As um, you're watching this happen, you guys just watch as this little red-coated mouse man begins running away from the stage, and then you hear what sounds like a little bit of rumbling as more of these little mice men come out from underneath your seats with all of these stolen objects. Somebody! Help us! These fucking, these Fivolian mouse people have stolen our stuff! We need an adventurer! Somebody! Help! (laughs) I'm gonna jump up onto a bench and whip out my bow and arrow. Mork's on the lookout for other tall, for tall people who might be able to aid him in this. 
Where are the tall people? <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Sir Little Willie to the rescue. And I'm gonna flip down my visor. Fuck <laughs> Uncle. <laughs> and you begin uh, heading off the stage. What would you like to do, uh, Baldrick? Um, I-, I would immediately like to go up to Sir Little Willie and be like. <laughs> I know you don't know me yet, but I pledge my allegiance to you from this point forward, and I've already evaluated all possible escape routes for the mice men. Uh, <laughs> as Baldrick is also on one knee. In full proposal you. status. Like, it looks like I should have a K-Jewelers box in my hand. Uh, I need to get to know you first. I don't want to move too fast. I just got out of a bad relationship. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I pledge my allegiance to you, and 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 I would I would I would I would like to call you sir. Uh, uh, uh okay. Let's. How about we deal? Well, yes. All right. Yes, you let's deal with the rats. <laughs> call me whatever you want. As, uh, <laughs> you, you kind of you pick up Baldrick off of his knee and turn him around towards the Fibolian men. Since you were the the first to draw a weapon, we're gonna put the spotlight on Dinah. Uh, what would you like to do? Okay, so I jump up onto the seat, and then I'm going to aim for the, like, kneecap, because I've been practicing with this. And I'm going to go for okay. the biggest one that took Mork's axe, and try right. to, like, decapitate him. Whoa! Oh, okay. I mean, do wow. I in- incapacitate him? <laughs> Not decapitate Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I said right. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I want you <laughs> uh, to roll plus sense for me. Okay. As a modified finish them, knock them out. And that's two plus whatever sense is. Yep. Um, 13. Alright, with the 13, <laughs> the one with the battle axe is a little over-encumbered uh, due to the size of this orcish battle axe. As Dinah, you're able to loose one arrow as it pops him right in the kneecap. He stumbles down. And this gets the notice of the rest of the Fivolian uh, thieves. As they all kind of turn around and look at you. There's about uh, six of them in total. As one of them helps up the one that was just shot. And goes, you don't know how hard it is on these mean streets of Boats Row. We are just trying to get our fill. All right? Stealing yeah, is yeah, wrong! Stealing from the common folks, not from the noble elites! Them's who you should be stealing from! What he said! Alright, you <gasps> tall motherfucker! As one of them flips out their <gasps> butterfly knife and begins spinning it around. <laughs> if you want some, you can fucking get some, alright? Oh, oh, we'll oh, take some. Oh. Oh hell no! As he's going to go ahead and pull out uh, his 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 orcish brass knuckles, and he's going in to clobber him. <laughs> All right, I'd uh, roll roll. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm gonna go. You're you're pretty big. I'm gonna have you roll plus blood. All right. Oof. Okay. As they begin, um. In a very familiar kind of sense, all of the Fivillian uh, thieves begin rushing you. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no, I, I got, I only got a, a five again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
as you go to punch them, they're pretty fast and they skitter around as you kind of meet the board below you of the docks of uh, Boats Row uh, as you splinter the wood. And it's very cool, but you're unable to uh, hurt one as they begin running around you, giving you little cuts along your, your shins and your ankle. <laughs> I'm going to have you uh, take damage to your blood. Uh, may I use... It'll be a little harder uh, to kill him now. Uh, may I use my uh, use of armor from my tough as nails ability to negate that damage? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. yeah. As, but Mork as is still <laughs> horribly confused by this house as possible. They're so tiny! As they're only able to nick at your your new footwear. Um, your fantasy Air Jordans you're wearing. Ooh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll, with that failure, we're going to switch the spotlight to Wilbo. Uh, do I see... Is one of the... One of these little rat men... What's like... Can, can I see one that, like, stole one of the gold purses or something? Something small? Yeah, of course. Like, one breaks away from Mork himself. Um, and you can see, like, in his pockets, he's got some stuff. Especially, like, the purse and the gold. All right, so I, I want to try and keep this guy... I want to keep him busy. Okay. <laughs> All right, roll plus courage for me. Uh, it's nine. All right. With a nine, you end up catching the eye of one of these Fivolian thieves as he looks up and sees you in the full suit of armor. He goes, uh, what's your fucking problem, guy? Ah, uh, you! You bubonic <laughs> plague looking bastard! <laughs> All right, you fucking clown menagerie. It's just, this is what I am. <laughs> like my grandma keeps one of you in the corner of her room. Your grandma died after pooping out five hundred of your parents. Oh, you're fucking right, and that makes me even angrier. <laughs> ah. <laughs> As there begins, you guys just begin tussling. There's like a wrestling match off to the side with Wilbo and the Spivalian thief. Uh, we'll cut over to Baldrick. Cool. So I, I, I've, I'm riding on the high of of Wilbo telling me that that I can I can call him Sir and that and that I he has accepted my pledge of allegiance to him. And so at this time, I have a simple sword. Um, since I won't have my uh, axe yet, technically. And I, I just want to start trying to cut down as many of these fuckers as possible. <laughs> yeah, so you run into battle. I'm going to have you roll plus grace. Because I think one going into the big horde of them um, will either terrify them or astound them. Uh, that is 11. <laughs> All right, you come through with a quickness, um, with your just emotionless Spock speed. You rush in, um, and you're able to take down two with a very quick cuts, two of these Fivillion thieves, as the rest of them who are just kind of running around and up and down Mork, uh, trying to find a way to stab oh, them. Dear. Um, they notice that two of their brothers have fallen quickly. Um, and break away off of Mork themselves and kind of stand in front of you, Baldric, 
oh, so we got fucking Zorro over here. <laughs> God, my mother used to read me that scroll every night. I mean, fucking, all right, dude. You think you're good with a blade? As he's whipping around his butterfly knife. They all have butterfly knives, and they're all whipping oh, them around right now. <laughs> Factually, yes, I am good with the blade. <laughs> Factually, you're gonna be good with these nuts. Ah, get them, boys! <laughs> As they uh, begin surrounding you, uh, Baldrick, what would you like to do? I I would like to. Uh, I think I want to change my tactic, and I think I want to try to talk sense to them of how they should uh, drop all of the things that they've stolen. Um, and, and leave their, their life of crime. All right. I want you to roll plus, yeah, just sense. Roll plus sense for me. <laughs> ten? Ten. Ten. With a ten. The Fivolian men who just watch you just rip the lives <laughs> away from two of their friends. Um, they stop they slow down their whipping around of their blood butterfly knives. Yeah, I guess I guess we did kind of lose the plot here. We were just trying to make ends meet. I didn't think we need to murder anyone today. But look at here. Rat Tholomew <laughs> and Mouse Thew. They're gone. They'll never see their two to three hundred kids ever again as uh, they begin emptying their pockets and leaving them on the dock itself we're sorry for the trouble we caused but please let this be enough of a price to pay as they begin hoisting up their dead brothers uh i i sheathed my i sheathed my sword uh and and you know in like a like a white flag kind of situation call the truce thank you for this valuable lesson that you've taught us today <laughs> please should you ever need in a time of peril just whisper to the winds the name remy <laughs> and we will be there <laughs> i appreciate your acquaintanceship <laughs> as they head off to bury their dead friends <laughs> You guys are kind of fixing up the the little amphitheater that was ruined by the quick skirmish. And you guys are circling up, talking to each other, uh, getting to know each other a little bit. Your, your brothers in arms as a gentleman heads over his way. Uh, at first, you hear a cane upon the boardwalk itself before you hear his footsteps. Uh, he's obviously older in age silver almost pure white hair bespectacled reaching down with a little chain uh to his suspenders um this kind of green brown color palette ah oh, i was truly impressed with the way you've handled yourselves against those fivolian thieves uh how long have you all been working together three minutes and 26 seconds ah oh, i <laughs> I'm sorry, I could have sworn you guys were a natural adventuring party. I, I, I haven't found a group yet. I haven't found 
tall, tall, tall folks to join me so far. Oh, I, I understand. I know we see a lot of the scrolls nowadays, and all of our adventurers are very tall and skinny, but you do not need to live up to those standards. An adventuring party could be made up of very different sizes and colors. Oh, oh yeah, I guess you're right. You did, and you did help me get my axe back. And you, you had a real way with words to get them stop fighting and all that. And you, well, your magic is, we just need that sort of magic or something like that around here. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, sorry, I wrestled around. You <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I've wrestled many of rats in my day. I'm just saying you... I mean, just have to do the paperwork, but I mean, you've already gone through one of the first of ten tasks to become an adventuring party. Just defend the innocent. Oh. I guess so. Please, if it's an idea you would like to take seriously, and he reaches in his back pocket and pulls out a little sheet of parchment... Please, just go ahead, fill out the paperwork, just bring it to any guild station. I think you guys could do a lot of good work around here. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm going to run up first and grab the parchment. <laughs> Real excited. You grab it. <laughs> <laughs> and as you can see, uh, stamped on the bottom, in true-to-life true to fashion, it's the guild. Something uh, some of you have been striving for your entire lives. As we squiggly line fade away uh, from this memory. All of the pirates are looking around. They're like, they're mildly entertained. It wasn't the the most hype union of people coming together. Um, <laughs> as Samir goes, well, that, uh, yeah. it was yeah, a story. You had to have been there. You really had to have been there. Yeah, I probably, probably had to have been there. <laughs> Things hardly are ever as exciting in real life as they are in stories. <laughs> yeah, I feel like around the drinking table, we usually, like, bloviate a lot and kind of blow up certain stories to make them sound more grand than they actually are. I mean, I also did just watch Dinah take down a thunder abolith, so I think, like, murdering two Fivolian men, just, like, not good stakes, I would think, <laughs> if we're going just in, like, time. Oh, I mean, we were just starting out, weren't we? I mean, it didn't necessarily have to end in slaughter. Now, Baldrick did escalate things a bit with the murder and all that. But, you know, yeah, had to have been there. Yeah, had to have been there. Yeah, plus we did nine more trials. That was only the start. Well, I guess over the next couple of weeks until we make it to the Idinian Kinglands, you can tell us about those eight other trials we don't know about. But that's a story for another day, not tonight. Tonight, I'd like to tell you all the tale of Dinah Thraka and how she took down the Thunder <laughs> Do I have to stay? I mean, I was there. I did do it. Oh, but have you heard me tell it? I tell it very well. And I grab another flagon and sit down. Grab some more cabbage and just garbage. As... This time, tell the story, but describe my legs as bigger. 
as Samira is going on about the tale that just happened the other day, a few of your minds begin to wander, uh, especially Baldric, um, who could replay the memory um, identically from their own head. Trails off, you aren't into drinking either, so you go above board to get a little bit of air. And as the cool breeze of the ocean hits you, you feel a chill down your spine, Baldric. As you feel like someone's around you. Can I roll to look closely? Yeah, of course. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Roll plus sense for me. Oh, shit. That's That's a five. (laughs) <laughs> you begin looking finally my rolls are, are good <laughs> as you're looking around you see no one above board with you everyone's down below enjoying their time telling stories and getting drinks but that kind of cold drip of sweat that moves down your back forces you to spin around where you see a figure you've seen before <laughs> Two halos perched upon its hair of fire. <laughs> a flesh-like pinwheel surrounding it. And it's just eight-pack and just the goddamn deepest V you've ever seen. <laughs> Smiles at you with too many teeth. I grow in power. Thank would you mind explaining that a little more thoroughly for me to <laughs> truly uh, process what it is you're trying to communicate? The smile widens further than it should, and all of a sudden you're startled by a wave that laps over the side of the ship. You go to look at it, and when you go to look back at the figure before you, it's gone. Baldrick pees themselves a little bit. Just like a couple drops. And that's where we'll end the session. Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the guild. High adventure. High stakes. Yeah. <laughs>